Hello, and welcome to this Being Boss Flashback Friday episode. A big Being Boss shout out to the HubSpot Podcast Network for supporting this episode. Stay inspired with more podcasts that help grow your business at HubSpot.com slash podcast network. Corinne here from the Being Boss team. And in this series, we're bringing back some of our favorite conversations from the episode archives. In this clip, you'll hear Emily and Kathleen chat with Karen Young of We Shave about what goes into building a unique product. She also shares how listening to her audience and creating lasting relationships with her customers helped to shape her razors. If you want to hear more of this conversation, check out episode 140, Building a Quality Product with Karen Young of We Shave. So one, I want to talk about kind of um, the process of if as much as you can, like there might be some proprietary or some secrets or whatever, but just getting the product, is it more about distribution, like finding the right one and then packaging it and marketing it and distributing it um, for the target audience? Or is it, you know, did you do some invention along the way? Were you working with manufacturers to say, I need this guard to be half a millimeter to the left or, you know, whatever it might look like. So not only getting the razor right, but then the business model, like how did you start to even think about what that was going to look like and how you would actually literally ship the razor? Yeah. Um, So with regards to the razor, um, I didn't know squat about razors then, um, except that I knew what experience I had had with this particular one. And I kind of knew enough um, with regards to like the level of aggressive and so on. And I said, okay, if I can um, prove product market fit by taking the razor that I have um, and pairing that with these really beautiful skincare products um, that sort of expose women to this ritual of shaving in this, in this manner and shaving with better, you know, all natural products in, in addition, um, then I think that's the way to go. Um, and so I said, I'm going to take that and I'm going to pair it with the direct to consumer model, um, you know, just launch the website and sell directly to our customers um, through that model, because I need to know with no middlemen what their experience has been. If this is going to be something and it's going to be big, I need to have a direct line of communication with these women. So what I did is the razor that I fell in love with, I went and found the source of them in um, Germany. And so we worked through the process of me selling the razors here. Um, and so I started that way and we kept doing, I've been doing that for about two years now. Um, and so this year, what I did, because I always knew that I wanted to own the channel. Um, I don't think you don't come out with something like this that is, you know, so special and unique and like truly solving the problem unless you can figure out how to own the channel. Um, so that was something that I kind of always had in the back of my mind. And can you just say what you like, what do you really mean whenever you say own the channel? Own the channel as in, um, you know, sometimes they'll use the, the terminology vertical um, in in product manufacturing. Um, and vertical can often mean that, you know, you like own everything from the factory and so on. Um, but in my case, it means that I will 
own the razor. I'll own that angle. I'll own that aggressive, you know, level. Like I'll own every aspect to how this particular razor so it's like works. You're cornering the market. I'm on cornering this the market, thing, which yeah. here is probably luxury razors for mm-hmm. women. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and so that was always in the back of my mind, but. Um, I think I'm humble enough to say, um, I'm bold enough to say that I can corner the market. Um, but I'm humble enough to know that I can't do that without my customers. So we spent about two years, um, getting a sense of how women actually truly experienced, um, the product. And so, um, this year, one of the things that I did, I always keep in very close contact with our customers and I'm always, you know, I read every review, I see what, like, what are we doing well? What can we do better? Um, and so this year I actually reached out early in the year and it was like, all right, guys, to your anniversary, you know, we just hit it and, you know, we're ready. Like it's time for us to, to take your feedback and make this line better. Because when I launched, it was like, I had my friend's feedback. I had my feedback, but there was still an inkling of, okay, I'm building this product and I'm building it with, with all of this great information, but I don't know as yet if it's, it's that amazing, you know, I need to see how people truly experience it. Um, and so I felt after two years, we had had enough customers, um, in order to give us some feedback for our next iteration, which is where we are now. And also in those first two years, are you making a profit yet? Are you really just using anything that you make to grow the business? Are you working a day job? Like, what is that situation like? I, (laughs) so I was up at six o'clock every morning, packing orders, you know, making product, I would come home and there would be stacks of boxes in front of my apartment door from, you know, deliveries that I'd gotten that day for raw materials and bottles and jars and so on. Um, and so are you making your own product? At that time, I was. Oh, yeah, cool. at that time, so like in I your was kitchen, pouring oil. Like putting together the oil. <laughs> yep. And the yeah. toner. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Um, we started really simply because that was all I could handle. So when we launched, literally it was like one oil and two cents and a couple of razors. Yeah. I think maybe even one razor at the time. And then it was like incrementally, like six months in, I was like, Hey, I think they like this. Oh, I had this other thing. And Hey, you know, and I, I just really tried to reimagine everything that I had ever used and, and every experience and every problem that I had ever tried to solve post shaving and waxing and so on. And I was just like, yep, I remember using that product. It absolutely sucked. It was like pouring rocket fuel on my bikini line. I've got to come up with something better. Um, so yeah, that was the, the, um, the, you know, the process and every, every six months or so I'd grow, but we, um, have been profitable from year one. Um, we're growing like gangbusters. I mean, it's really fantastic. We grew 300%, um, year two. Yeah. So it's just been, it's been a really fantastic journey, but the business has been primarily running itself. Um, unless I needed to take on large leaps, like I'm doing currently, um, it's been pretty much running itself. That's fantastic. And I love that you really just started with the basics. I think there's so much power and there it's such an important thing to sort of bring out for a second. This idea that you went into it with 
couple of products, minimum viable. You went in there, you started the thing, and you grew it really organically from there. And by listening to your people, I think that is that's how you're supposed to start things like this. Boss, I know you're on a mission, a mission to guide and influence and build. Having a mission is good for business, but you have to build your business to support your mission too. Whatever your mission is, HubSpot is here to help your business grow better with a CRM platform that grows with you. It's easy to use website builder helps you create, manage, and update your business's unique online presence so you can get your mission out to the world quickly and easily. Plus, with seamless plugins that help you track customer activity, you'll know what's clicking and who's not, all from your HubSpot dashboard. Get started and get going for good with HubSpot. Learn how your business can grow better at HubSpot.com.